This is the Made It in Music Podcast, show 103. Welcome to the podcast, where we bring you tools and resources to help you go full time in music and to stay in. The music business is a roller coaster ride, changing faster than any of us can pay attention to. We all need a competitive edge to stay ahead and to stay successful. What's working, what isn't, and what's coming? That's exactly what this show is all about. Back again with Full Circle Music, the Made It in Music podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Seth Mosley, host of the Made It in Music podcast. So incredibly excited for today. We've got with us Jen Ledger of the band Skillet and now solo artist. You can find her new EP that just released April 13th on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere else, and go get it. It's absolutely incredible. I was I was a part of making it, so obviously I'm biased, but myself and X O'Connor uh, at Full Circle Music had the privilege of co-producing three tracks on it, one which is uh, this first single, Not Dead Yet. We also got to do a song called Bold and another one called Foreigner. And man, this is a hard hitting record. Um, she really didn't hold anything back on it. Very vulnerable. Uh, the lyrics are, she's just very open about things she struggles with and her faith and the whole journey. So go check that out. Jen is absolutely just a rock star. If you've seen her on tour, they've been headlining arenas and stadiums and all sorts of stuff. And uh, she just captivates the audience. So obviously she's not the front man, but alongside with John, she takes the lead on a lot of songs. But then once she gets behind the drum kit, she just wails, which is so funny to me, even getting to see her because ever since I've, I had first started working with her, I didn't know her as a drummer. I just was writing songs with her. She would come in and, you know, uh, sing on, on demos that myself or John were writing. Um, and obviously on the record too. So yeah, it's just fun to see people live. If you get a chance, go see her show. Absolutely incredible. She's out currently with Hurricane Country and Skillet and has some really great tours coming up. Make sure to go uh, check her out. Ledger is the project name. And just tons of great takeaways from this episode. She, like many of you guys, has overcome a lot of adversity on her way to making it in music. She overcame self-doubt. She overcame uh, geography. She moved halfway across the world to audition for this band, and eventually that set up. She overcame her fear of um, you know, not being good enough. She overcame struggles of her feeling like, well, she almost quit the drums, literally, before trying out for Skillet and then getting the audition. That changed her whole life. So you're going to want to hear every single detail of this story. It's fantastic. Love Jen. And um, we're just really thankful for her taking her time to, to open up and to be real. But before we jump too far in, I do want to remind you about the FCMcontest.com podcast. Would you guys be interested in winning a free one-hour coaching call with yours truly, myself? Or would you be interested in getting a free $50 gift card to the Full Circle Music Academy? Well, I hope the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> but it's really easy. This is our podcast relaunch contest. And again, 
every single person who enters, not just the winner, every person who enters will automatically get a $50 gift card to use on any product or event from the Full Circle Music Academy. And in addition, there are two grand prizes that were given away through a drawing. First grand prize is one of our premium courses, either the Music Production Mastery or our new Song Chasers Masterclass, which is uh, really, really cool. It's songwriting from A to Z. Second prize, second grand prize is a one-hour coaching call with myself or somebody else from the FCM team if they fit what you're doing better. To enter, all you have to do is just four simple things. All of the details are at fcmcontest.com. First, subscribe to the Made It in Music podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And as of now, it's up on Spotify now, if you're listening on Spotify. Um, I'm not sure if you can subscribe on Spotify, but if you can, subscribe. Second, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the notification bell. Third, follow us on Instagram and turn on post notifications. Fourth, click see first on our Facebook page. As you do each of these steps, take a screenshot of each one and then send them to our email at support at fullcirclemusic.com. That'll automatically enter you into the contest and we'll send you out your $50 gift card right away. The whole process should take just a few minutes at most. And if you aren't sure how to do any of those steps, maybe technology is not your best friend, that's okay. You can follow the video instructions on the page. We'll walk you through exactly how to do each one of the four steps. It's super easy. And we'll also show you how to take a screenshot on whatever platform you are using. Again, you can find that all at fcmcontest.com. It's right there. And we would love uh, to send you those things. So fcmcontest.com. And we are going to jump straight into the interview here with Jen Ledger, now known as the solo artist Ledger. Jen Ledger, you are amazing. Thanks for being here with us on the Made It in Music podcast today. Thank you for having me. It feels very official. Well, it's, it is it is official, okay. and we're talking about something that is very exciting to me today, which is your long-awaited solo release. I know. This is the first interview slash talk <laughs> slash video slash anything I've done to do with the Ledger Project. So. Well, I, I'm honored that you would take the time to do it with us. And and we talked a little bit about it in our um, in our write today, mm-hmm. but just how long of a process it's been. Yes. And it's just now coming to fruition. Totally. Mm. Um, I mean, how does it, how does it, how's it feeling? Your Atlantic, Atlantic Records and... It, honestly, it's just so surreal because, you know, you get a dream in your heart or you feel like something's on the horizon, but you all you can do is work towards it, but you never know how long that's going to take. And so for me, it's been such a process of, I think this is something I'm meant to do. And sort of, it's been a long road of even me like pushing on doors, like, what does this mean if I want to start writing? So it was really intimidating. And obviously I work with the Coopers who are some of the best like songwriters, yeah. I think in the whole world. Yeah, amazing. So, so saying to them, Hey guys, I'd like to start a project on the side. And, uh, it's pretty intimidating telling such legit people. And then not only that, but asking them to train me in it. So it was really intimidating, but exciting. And, It's been probably like a four or five year journey of, hey, where do I start? And just learning from square one. And um, I've really enjoyed it. But obviously, there's ups and downs in the process of, am I stupid? Am I stupid for trying this? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because I think, you know, it's always intimidating to try something new. But it's been pretty, pretty exciting journey. And it's really cool to see it all come together finally. Well, you've got a ton of fans that 
you know, a lot of people don't quite realize the, maybe the nuts and bolts that goes into making an artist's career. That's kind of why we do mm-hmm. the podcast to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit. Mm-hmm. So why don't we go all the way back? And why don't you tell us what was your first dollar that you ever made in music? Hmm. Well, if we go all the way back officially, the way. I think when I was like eight years old, I sang in a British church choir. <laughs> okay. And I made two pounds. You, so you got paid to be in Saturday, the church yeah. Right. yeah, it was like, if you showed, we were a terrible choir. I mean, it was honestly <laughs> really bad that weddings would hire like British church choirs. So I made two pounds on a Saturday. That's and I awesome. felt completely rich. So <laughs> does that count? <laughs> it, it, it totally counts. Um, it, let's fast forward to, because you've been, how long have you been with Skillet now? It's been 10 years. This is like my 10-year anniversary right now. Yeah. Well, we're, we're celebrating that today. That's, that's amazing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so between that church choir and Skillet, just fill us in a little bit on the, the journey. My journey, I feel like, is quite unique. Like, sometimes I wish I had a better formula to share with people. I would, In some ways, I'd love to say, hey, I worked really hard, and if you work really hard, it will pay off. However, my story is kind of really the opposite. (laughs) Um, Mm. Basically, I started learning the drums when I was about 12 or 13 years old. And I really did it because I wanted to impress my older brothers. Like, I basically (laughs) copied anything they did. I got really good at sports. They were really into music. So I was like, I'm going to be a rock and roll girl. And they're going to think I'm cool finally. And so I was playing the drums from about 12, 13. And I actually came to America to do like a Bible music school And it was when I was on that school that I got really discouraged and I kind of felt like if this is how I I was around other people that were so muso and so like couldn't wait to try out the new like gear or they, they just ate it up. And I realized I didn't have that same like I don't play like that. I do really love music and I really love playing but it actually made me feel quite discouraged that I wasn't like the other people around me mm. and it made me think and truthfully I just got I really hated actually playing in front of people I started to get kind of insecure mm. and um and so I actually quit the drums altogether and I decided I didn't want to play anymore and it was a year later I'd been filling in on the bass which I decided to pick up and learn for a bit because <laughs> I was so stressed out by the drums and I thought I was no good at them it was a year later that Skillet were holding auditions for the new drummer. Mm. And I got asked by Corey's sister, would you be willing to audition? And I I actually said no. I was like, I'm not interested in performing and the drums stress me out. I don't mm. want to be in front of people. I was just kind of struggling with insecurity to kind of a crippling degree. Mm. And But I was praying about it and I really felt like I was supposed to try out. And so I kind of tried out for Skillet knowing like, I think this is something that I'm meant to do. Mm. This is really hard and really stretching for me to put myself out there. Yeah. In the um, audition, you know, John Cooper asked me to perform a few songs and also to do a solo. And then we had the interview after. The day before, I was so incredibly nervous. I couldn't even play my solo. It was like the idea of playing was just like so <laughs> stressful. I had my friends come over to check my solo out. I couldn't do it. I was shaking too much. Wow. And, and so like... When the audition came and I knew that the Coopers were on their way to watch me play, I just prayed and I was like, you know, whatever's meant to be will be and just performed the songs, performed solo and it went flawlessly. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. That was too impressive. So I so then in the interview, I'm like, just so you know, I've actually quit the drums. However, I do feel like if this is something that God's put before me and if this is something that 
Mm -hmm. I'm meant to do. I'll give my all to it. But if you guys don't want me, I'm happy to never play again. Wow. And so they were like, I got a call a couple of days later and they were like, we appreciate your honesty and, and we'd like to go with you. And honestly, I didn't even believe it. It was so many things went into that. Like they didn't know I was only 17 at the time. They mm -hmm. didn't know that I'd only been playing for four years or so. They didn't know, but they found it all out and they were like, oh my gosh, we would never have auditioned you had we <laughs> ever known anything about you. And it was yeah. just like everything lined up so well. I just knew it was something I was meant to do. And now I'm so glad I went through it because insecurity would have stole this whole career from me. Mm -hmm. And now here I am 10 years in starting my own project being a part of a band that's toured the entire world, you know, and it's so incredible. And I never imagined I'd be able to do something like that with my life. You wow. Know? That's amazing. So was Skillet your, uh, was that your first like going full time into music or had you already been kind of full time? Absolutely. Oh, that? absolutely. I was 17 and my dream was to be a hairdresser. I <laughs> played at church on Sundays for 200 people and I was terrified at doing that. And then all of a sudden, first ever tour was Winter Jam, which is the biggest Christian tour in the entire world. Yeah, no, 15,000 no people in an arena, just turned 18. Here's some fire on the side of you. Don't die and just do your best. <laughs> it was pretty intimidating. Crazy. I, I want to I think back to that kind of audition period because as you said, I mean, that had to be just completely nerve wracking. Unbelievably. How did you deal with that? Like what were some tools or, you know, like how did you make yourself kind of just get over that and perform in the moment? Honestly, for me, my faith is the biggest part. I, I do, I used to struggle with fear. And the biggest thing I've realized is it was what was the most crippling to me as an artist was comparing myself to other people. Mm. It's the most dangerous thing you can do because it's always going to suffocate you. Mm. And what's been awesome with Skillet is, you know, we've played to my strengths. And though, yeah, I can't play like Travis Barker, I'll never mm. be able to play like Travis Barker. I can play like Jen Ledger. And it turns yeah. out people like it, which yeah, is yeah. so nice, yeah. you know. And, and I think that if you're always comparing yourself to other people and what you can't do, you're just never going to move forward. Mm -hmm. However, if you can just start looking at the strengths and enjoying the, th the things that you do well, the freedom and the joy that you find playing the way that you're meant to, people are really captivated by those things. And I've noticed with my playing, the very things I thought, I'm not good because I don't do this or I'm not good because I don't do that. I just love to play. Mm -hmm. Turns out the fact that I just love to play has been my very strength and the thing that people have loved about when yeah. I perform. Um, so I don't know if that really makes sense, but a lot of it is just don't look to your left and right and just do your best. And and for me, like that first Winter Jam show was, you can imagine how intimidating that was going from never performing ever mm. to an arena. You know, it was just, there was no in between for me. Yeah. And for me, I did, I know this isn't the same for everyone, but my faith, I was like, Lord, I just need you to help me. And when I sat down that first ever show, I felt a peace come over me because I knew what was meant to be there. It's like so many things mm -hmm. had fallen into line. Yeah. And uh, and that did just, from that day on, I've known like a peace and a presence of I'm meant to be doing this. Yeah. And, and that's what's carried me through 10 years now. <laughs> so good, so mm. good. So uh, into our full circle five. Yeah. Uh, what book or record have you most recommended to people? This is so hard because it depends on the season. You know how sometimes you get on a kick? But I'm going to say like if I go over like the last 10 years, like the more steady season, one of my favorite all-time albums would be the Flyleaf self-titled 
their album yeah, just yeah. slays me. I remember the, when I was 16 and I heard it and I just thought, I want to be her. That is so <laughs> cool. And then books, favorite Christian book would be God's Lavish Grace by Terry Virgo. Mm. It will set you free. Mm. And then I just kind of love all like teen fiction. I love like Hunger Games, but that's love kind of it. embarrassing. So we'll love just it. move on by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Failure can be a great thing. Hmm. It only turns into a lesson if it changes your perspective on things or changes mm. how you behave or how mm. you uh, live your life. So yeah. is there a moment that stands out in your life as your favorite failure that you maybe learned the most from? I guess failure is like a hard way of saying it, but I'd more say like letting go has been key for me. Like hmm. I think something that's been a strength for me is letting go of, I think it's really dangerous to hold your identity in what you do. Mm. For example, if you know me as Jen Ledger, the drummer, and I hold my identity in being a drummer, I'm just going to fall short because there's always going to be people way better than you. And there's Mm. always going to be people that, I just think that me knowing who I am as a person and even in starting like this side project, you know, Mm. it's been a really long road and there's been times where I've just wanted to give up Mm. because you think it's moving forward and then there's just a shock to the system. It gets slowed down. People don't like it. You know, there's just been so many times where you could just feel like you want to quit. And so I think that just holding it loosely and letting go of it um, so that when when you are said, like when someone tells you no or stop or slow down, it's it's freeing because you're like, you know what? Though I love this and I'm so passionate about it, it won't be what defines me. Mm. I am Jen Ledger. I'm kind. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm, these are the things that define me. This is something that I do. And so for me, it's been in the same sense that my lowest points have been mm. not necessarily failure, but learn to let go of something and hold it loosely and just give your best to it and not let it define you. Mm. Mm. So before you dove into music full-time, what was the number one thing holding you back? Like before you... Maybe did that audition or hmm. well, obviously fear played a huge role in my life. And, and I would just have to say the same thing. It would be comparing yourself will absolutely 100% hold you back. Hmm. No doubt. Uh, fear, of course, insecurity and the fact that I wanted to be a hairdresser. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> there's a lot of things that played into holding me back. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah. are you are you like the official band hairdresser or does it does that kinda, I am not. I used to be, but because um, we're so busy on the road and then once one person finds out that you cut hair, all of a sudden you've got everyone knocking on your door. On so a it's tour, a strategic so. move. It's actually a secret. I'm not. <laughs> I don't cut hair. No one's allowed to know that. <laughs> That's awesome. Hmm. So uh, what is something, I know this is, you know, brand new in, in, in the Jen Ledger solo career, but what's something that's working for you right now? Hmm. Embracing who I am. Embracing the fact mm. that I can't sing like Demi Lovato. I can't sing like Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. But I can sing like Jen Ledger. Mm. And I've got a voice that, you know, maybe I, I wish it had more finesse or I wish it was a little raspier, you know. Mm. But embracing who you are as an artist. Embracing just who you are as a person. It sounds so cheesy, but it is just the truth. Like getting to write with you has been so cool because we've just started... Mm. This is who I am. This is what I love to do. I love singing this way. Let's just do it. And it's kind of like the same lesson I've taken from the way I play the drums. We've just applied that to writing and to singing. And it's been really freeing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. If you woke up tomorrow and still possessed all the experience and Mm. knowledge and skill set that you have today, 
but your career or business kind of completely vanished and you had to start from square one, what would you do? That's such a hard question. I'd be like, should I be a hairdresser now? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be like, call Seth Mosley and he'll help make it happen. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I think I'd just say you've got to start writing and you just got to finish songs. Sometimes that's the hardest thing is just finishing a song. You can mm. start ideas and not finish it. But, and if, I think that's all, I mean, what can you say? Just just go for it and start knocking on doors. Yeah. So do you have advice for finishing songs? Like how, I, I know that's such a hard thing for so hard, isn't songwriters. It? Like when do you actually know when a song's done? Honestly, um, when I get like really stuck, there's like more like practical advice I'd give. Like one of the things, if I'm writing on my own and I'm just stuck, practical advice, like get a thesaurus out, start looking down words. Do any of these words inspire you? trigger a new thought you know those are like my more practical practical thoughts on if you're like I'm digging in and I'm writing this today but sometimes I find that actually like leaving the song and going driving to target and just taking a break sometimes things just come to you when you're not actually trying you Mm. know what I mean and yeah and then obviously the easiest thing to do is to write with someone like this and then (laughs) when I'm stuck for lyrics someone else can help me finish them collaboration we talk about that so much I love it well I know for for you know us even as full-time songwriters like we live and breathe collaboration because like what you bring in is so different than what whoever we were writing with yesterday yeah and it's just fun isn't it like I love bouncing off someone and then you have a thought that I wouldn't have had, but it, it inspires a whole new thought process in me that I wouldn't have had had you not been in the room. And and even today with our, right, with the three of yeah, us yeah, in there, I'm like, yeah. this is just so fun because, you know, you always get stuck on your own and you have to dig in. But yeah. I, I love like hearing new melodies and new, even just like new patterns and stuff. And yeah. that's the best thing to do. It's just more fun, I think. Yeah, so mm. good. So uh, obviously you're working on, well, you're, you're releasing your first solo EP. Why don't mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about it? Honestly, I'm so excited. It's about <laughs> freaking time. Um, yeah, I'm releasing my EP. Uh, it should be coming out in April. Obviously, you can't release this video until we're allowed to. It's when all when, when our audience secret. is seeing it, it's gonna be it's gonna it's be all gonna be out there by yeah. then. Um, yeah, I really loved writing this. It's been so much fun. I've been writing with the Coopers. They've been training me. They've been working with me. Obviously, I've been getting to write with you. I've been writing with people, and it's just been so exciting. Like it's it's. A little bit like skillet music, but we've definitely pulled, I'm a a little bit poppier and a little bit like, it's just a little bit lighter, I guess, in some senses, but still aggressive and cool. And I'm hoping that people will come out and see me play and it'll be a ton of fun. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm going to be like the first person buying a ticket. I have a a three and a half year old daughter that um, loves playing drums. So I'm sure she's looking up to you. Um, So how can can fans interact with you? I am on Twitter, Instagram. What else is there? I will have a website by the time that this airs. And I think it will be ledgermusic.com. And then obviously just Jen Ledger on on Instagram and on Twitter. So awesome. Reach out to me. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, uh, thanks for being here with us on the Made It Music Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been tons of fun. Hi, this is Seth Mosley, and you've been with us on the Made It In Music Podcast, produced by the Full Circle Music Company with editing help from Jordan Salamone. Man, that was a great episode. I got a ton out of it. Hope you did too. Quick reminder, FCM Contest is still live. 
Go to fcmcontest.com. It'll it'll share all the details that you'll need to be entered to win a free copy of our music production mastery course or the Song Chasers songwriting course or a free one-hour coaching call with myself. And then again, every single one of you who enters is going to win a free $50 gift card to the Full Circle Music Academy. Uh, fcmcontest.com. All the details are up there. And next week, amazing guest, Paul Brandt. You may know him, especially if you are from Canada. He is kind of a household name up there, and we just got to work on his new EP that just came out. And I had a chance to sit down with him up in Canada in Banff at a conference, and he just ripped the whole thing wide open. I I love this guy. I love his heart. I love his platform. He's a brilliant performer, entertainer, entrepreneur, songwriter, and just all-around amazing human being. So do not miss that one. If you haven't heard of him, doesn't matter. You are going to get tons out of this. If you're not into country music, doesn't matter. You're going to get a ton out of this. So again, that's Paul Brandt coming up on the next episode of the Made It in Music podcast. Again, if you haven't already, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps a ton. So hope you're doing well, and we will look forward to seeing you on the next episode.